fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I gotta say, Donald Trump is really on a roll today. He's been sending out messages nonstop. If you sign up for his Save America Pack newsletter or email blast or kind of sort of tweety but not really tweety thing, I don't, I'm not sure what you call it, but he's got it and you can sign up for it. And he's been sending messages all day long today. The latest one I think is absolutely hilarious because either Joe Biden doesn't know what he's talking about, which is probably a major factor in that or there's some interesting news in that yeah so we'll get to that here in just a second hey welcome into the voice of reason it is a post monday celebration i am andy hoosier broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in wichita kansas on our flagship radio station all over the country radio tv live streaming and podcasting we appreciate you for hanging out with us today with your millennial general as we report for duty Yet again, coming up, bottom of the hour, we have William Gein. We've had him on the program before, president and national director of the Americans for Legal Immigration PAC. And we'll be talking about the Democrats' push for amnesty. There are a few ticket items right now in Washington, D.C. that they're really trying to drive home. They're really trying to make a big scene on infrastructure, on the American Families Plan, on amnesty, on tax hikes right now, and then trying to suppress the economy to destroy it so that way they can continue on with the extended unemployment benefits if you say that as a quote unquote because it's really just universal basic income just worded friendly so that way we can continue to recover after the COVID-19 and it doesn't matter we have record number of jobs open for people no, no we don't want those jobs we want basic income so that way we can take those lesser jobs and we can just change the rules on that so uh, we'll get to all that today and more, but William, William Gein, he's with the uh, t- uh, he's the national director and president of the Americans for Legal Immigration Pact. We'll talk about that. Talk about amnesty at the bottom of the hour. What is the latest? It kind of went off the radar for some. We've talked about illegal immigration for a while, the crisis at the border, Kamala Harris going down there, and then maybe the thing worked. She didn't do anything, but maybe it works because after she went down there, we made fun of her for not really going to the border and then not talking about going to the border. And then she went back to D.C. and we haven't talked about it since. So something's fishy, and we'll get to that here in just a little bit. Also, there's some information about the vaccines, uh, the COVID-19 vaccination, and what's the latest there. Is there a concern about that as well in high schools with racism? Yeah. Uh, what, what? I know. It's a hopping show today. You're not going to want to miss it. But first and foremost, let's get to Donald Trump's latest message. What's trending today? So according to the Save America Pact, is that what you call it? Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States. I get these emails all day long. And it's kind of like his Twitter whenever something's bothering him. The, I'm, I'm thinking he enjoys it, though, because it's not limited based on Tweety characters. You can actually just type in as much as you actually want. And some of them are like literally one sentence and others are like four paragraphs. So it's kind of fun to watch. But the latest one that just came in literally 10 minutes before the program came on was this message. Biden just said 150 people voted in the 2020 presidential election in parentheses scam. On the assumption that he meant 150 million people, which is probably more like it, Joe Biden not quite knowing how to say words and things, 
and stuff because, well, you you, you know the thing, right? <laughs> According to the piece that Donald Trump sent, on the assumption that he meant 150 million people and based on the fact that I got 75 million plus individuals to vote for me, that would mean that Biden got 75 million votes, which is 6 million votes less than what they said he, that they got. So what is this all about? Are they already conceding 6 million votes? Interesting comment. Now, I don't know where Joe Biden said these things, but when he says, you know, 150 people voted in the presidential election, you know, no, Joe, that's how many people you tried to cram in your basement last night when you were having your binge party or you were trying to go through to remember who you actually were and you had to advertise and interview people to remember who they actually were. So that's the message Donald Trump sent. I find that kind of fascinating. Now, I don't know what he meant by 150 votes. Obviously, you would think it would be 100, 150 million votes, but I don't know. I digress. Before we get into something super crazy today, I got to ask you a question. No matter where you live, and we're all over the country, we're starting to get radio stations in numerous places around the nation. We have our podcast that literally has downloads in anywhere between 55 or 45 to 40. I'm going to feel like Barack Obama. I was in 58 states this month. Yeah. Um, we literally have podcast downloads in about 45 to 47 states every single month, and I keep track of all those. And the ones with the most amount of downloads kind of vary each month, so that's cool. We thank you, people jumping in, jumping out of the program as they will uh, in different parts of the country. We're in a couple different radio TV markets as well. We have the live stream that goes all over the world. So we're all over the place. Thank you for that. It's because of you, and I couldn't do this without you, so thank you for that. But wherever you may live, wherever it is, do you like living there? And if you could if you could live, theoretically, anywhere in the world, where would it be? Or in the country? Where would you live if you had a choice? Because there's apparently a U.S. news survey done every single year on the best place to live in the country. And for two years in a row now, there's a certain city that made number one for the best place to live in the U.S. And that place... I disagree with, but okay, it would be Boulder, Colorado. Now, according to realestate.us news, there's no denying that Boulder, Colorado offers lots of people what they're looking for when they consider moving to a new part of the country. College students, recent grads, and established professionals in the tech industry alike see Boulder as an ideal spot. And the active atmosphere and easy access to the doors uh, to the outdoors continue to draw people seeking a new setting. Now, as you know, I grew up along uh, for a long stint in Colorado. I love Colorado. Beautiful, beautiful area. Probably one of the most beautiful states that I've ever been to. I don't want to go back because of how many people are there, how the environment has changed. In the small little town that I grew up in, you go back there and I don't recognize anybody anymore because the 45-minute drive to my little town of Colorado isn't really a small town of Colorado anymore, but is almost a, a mountain suburb of Denver. Everybody lives up there now. You don't recognize anybody. They've blown the town up to way bigger than what it needs to be. And everybody that works in Denver lives up in this little bitty mountain town. I love the town. I love Colorado. I just, I can't, I can't go back. I just can't do it. It's not the way it used to be. Now I've been to Boulder, Colorado one time, and I've told you the story before about driving up there for my brother's baseball tournament and having political bumper stickers on the back of my car. Didn't fare well for the crowd that's in Boulder, Colorado. Had the Boulder Tree Huggers adult softball team there when we pulled up to the ball fields. Yeah, it's just kind of a weird place. Now, I will say, Boulder, Colorado is a beautiful city. Beautiful. It is, it is, it, uh, but why is that? High taxes, 
the higher end, somewhat kind of snooty people kind of. And look, this is not a knock on Boulder, nor the people that live there, except for, you know, who I'm talking about. A little bit on the higher end, sophisticated, look down on other people sort of thing. You got the very, very woke crowd. Boulder, Colorado has been labeled as one of the most progressive colleges in the entire nation. Oh, yes. Very, very left-wing place. It may be beautiful. It may be right there by the mountains, but there's a bunch of crazy people there. So I would strongly differ for them being voted as the best place to live in the entire country. So I came up with, as I saw this, I was just kind of chuckling because I was looking at how they actually look and engage based on the qualifications to become the best city in the nation. And they don't do, they do like 3,000 people in this survey, which I find kind of ridiculous, but they look at job stability. They look at quality of life. They look at uh, affordability. They look at diversity. They look at Boulder homes. They look at, uh, so they look at uh, numerous different aspects here. So I thought, in my wisdom, we need to come up with our very own voice of reason list on Boulder, which I would never move to in a million years. Nothing against the place again or anybody that lives there because we know some people. Obviously, we have some on the on the show that come on that live in Boulder, Colorado. Nothing against them or anybody that lives there, but I wouldn't move to Boulder, Colorado in any way, shape, or form. I just can't deal. My conservatism would have me shot there or at least looked frownly upon and be forced to go into a masculinity confession booth or something. I don't know. So we came up with our own voice of reason list of five places that I would live outside of Boulder if I had to live in that type of environment. What city other than Boulder that you should move to? The best places other than Boulder to live that I would prefer. Starting off at number five, San Francisco, California. I mean, if you're going to live in a progressive left-wing utopia like Boulder, Colorado, you might as well go to the one that gives out the free heroin needles and you can poop in the streets. <laughs> I mean, come on. Same thing. You just got a little bit more free reign there. Boulder doesn't like that a whole lot, so I guess there's a benefit there, I guess, right? Number four, where you would live outside other than Boulder, Colorado, would be Seattle, Washington. I mean, if you're going to live in a woke, progressive community like Boulder, Colorado, you might as well do it where there's a place where it's socially acceptable to take over half the town and burn down police stations. <laughs> right? You would think. Number three, Chicago, Illinois. I mean, if you're going to live in a city where it's gun-free, they're very triggered, pun intended, on Second Amendment issues, then you might as well live in a city that does the same thing but yet it's easily accessible to go get the black market firearm and then have 30 shootings over the weekend in your gun-free city. Just trying to give you some other opportunities here. Better places to live than Boulder, Colorado. Number two, Chicago, Illinois again. Andy, you just did that one. I know. Here's why. If you're going to live in a city that sucks the entire state resources, all of the money and all of the essential life out of an entire state, like Boulder, Colorado does to Colorado, you might as well do it in a city that has already done that to the point of pure bankruptcy in the state of Illinois. That's what Chicago did. To the point now they can't afford their bills, they can't afford their pension plans. All of it goes towards administrators at like, you know, schools that are terrible in the inner city of Chicago, and they're bankrupt to make everybody else pay for the consequences by raising statewide taxes, driving business out of the state. If you're going to do that and live that way and have that mentality, you might as well do it in a place that's done very well at that, if that's what you look for in a city. And the number one place you can live outside other than Boulder, Colorado, would be New York City, because if you're going to live in a city with absurdly high taxes, 
in absurdly high intense regulations on what you can eat, the size of your drink, and how much money you're going to be paying into that city. You might as well go big or go home and go to New York City with the largest tax rates in the entire nation. Throwing it out there to try to help you out. There it is, the top five voiceries and places to live other than Boulder, Colorado. And again, no knock on people that live there because I find that entertaining. But here's the here's the interesting part. The top 10 best places to live in the U.S. They said Boulder, Colorado was number one. Durham, North Carolina, number two. Huntsville, Alabama, number three. Fayette, Arkansas, number four. Austin, Texas, number five. Uh, six at Colorado Springs, Colorado. Seven, Naples, Florida. Eight, Portland, Maine. Got to be honest, and I know I didn't know there was a Portland, Maine. There's a Portland, Oregon, which is number ten on the list, and Sarasota is number nine. Sarasota, Florida. Now, the what I find interesting with this thing, they surveyed more than thirty six hundred people, and while they looked at certain requirements, the affordability of the city was part of that list. Here's the kicker: Boulder, Colorado is extremely expensive to live in because it's all the uppities that actually live there. And when it comes to the top 10 most affordable places to live in the United States, Boulder, Colorado isn't even in the top 10. Huntsville, Alabama is sitting number one on that one. So there it is. Top 10 places, top five places to live outside of Boulder, Colorado, because why the heck would you want to live there other than the prettiness and being near the mountains? But I, I don't know, man. I came from Colorado. I saw it. I lived in a way prettier town, I thought, up in the mountains, not beside the mountain, and actually enjoying the uh, scenic outdoor views of my little town in Colorado. But to each their own, I guess. Back after this on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great Republic.
You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Right, welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out, radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting all over the country. We appreciate you more than I can express. We are halfway through July already. I've told you this already. This is by far the fastest year I think I've ever seen. We're already halfway through 2021. Now we're rolling through July as well. I don't know if it's because we're so busy or if it's just the fact that things actually are speeding up. It's crazy, though, and uh, I'm trying to catch up and play as much as I can. If you are watching live stream, which you can on all of our social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, twitch.tv, plus we have it on ourfreedombook.com. We also have our other social media we don't stream on yet, but on Instagram and on TikTok. Yes, I do have a TikTok. I have made two videos. I don't like to do the whole pictures or a video, but I, I do some every once in a while, and I'll put it on there, and you can follow me, all of them with the uh, the, the handle, is that what it's called? The handle at Hoosier Reason, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason, and the website at HoosierReason.com. Just had a message, too, about uh, reaching out. Yes, you can email me, and that is Hoosier, uh, Hoosier Media Network. I'm sorry, Hoosier Media Network at gmail.com, and you can reach out that way, and we'd love to hear from you. I do read the emails on air. We don't necessarily take phone calls just because we're on at so many different areas all over the country on different times. So we just uh, read the emails, and you can be more than happy to do so as well. All right, I want to shift gears a little bit here before we get to our guest at the bottom of the hour in just a couple of minutes. So latest with the COVID-19 vaccination, you got your vaccine done yet? I still get a lot of heat on that. I don't know why we still get a lot of heat for people not wanting to or being mad that I don't want to take the vaccine. I don't want to. I'm not going to. I don't want to. I don't care if you start censoring my phones. You already do anyways with your metadata. I don't care if you knock on the door and say, uh, uh, is this the Hoosier residence? Have you gotten your vaccine yet? Nope. I'm going to tell you to get off my lawn, and that's exactly what I'm going to do because I'm not taking it. I don't want it. There's just something that tells me not to do it. I don't know what it is. I don't like it, and I don't need it. And we've talked about the alternatives to that, and we'll continue to have people on with the alternatives. Now, here's the funny part. When I tell people that I'm going to have medical professionals and doctors on the program talking about alternatives than just getting the vaccine, then we automatically get labeled as anti-vaxxers or that they're not credible or that they don't know what they're talking about or that they're lying or giving misinformation. And I find it entertaining because the uh, fear-based politics is really at an all-time peak high for this whole vaccine thing. Either you get it or you're killing people in the streets. It's kind of like the Democrats. Either you pass this bill or military members and elderly people will be dying in the streets and in the gutters because you didn't pass this bill sort of thing. So uh, it's kind of the same tactic. I'm not buying it anymore. I don't really care. I know what our immune system does. I know how we can do that. But uh, there is some new news, so just be aware if you have taken the vaccine to be careful because according to the Washington Post, now the FDA has put Johnson & Johnson vaccine on hold a second time temporarily to research as it's now being connected to potential activating rare autoimmune disorders like Guillain-Barre. Yeah. Now, it's not a lot, but it's some that have seen cases and it's directly linked to the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which is why those that don't care for vaccines, I'm not completely anti-vaccine. I'm skeptical vaccine and I'm against unnecessary vaccines, but I'm not completely against them. But some say that because the body is made up so differently that vaccines do things to different people in different ways. Some it'll work really well. Some it won't do anything. Some it'll have negative consequences because everybody's unique and made up of its own little thing. But the Food and Drug Administration has now announced the new warning that uh, for the Johnson & Johnson coronavirus vaccine yesterday, 
that the link has been uh, that the shot has been linked to a serious, uh, serious but rare side effect called Guillain-Barre syndrome, which the immune system attacks the nerves, kind of like a version of lupus, meaning it's trying to manipulate the autoimmune system. Autoimmune system doesn't like it and starts attacking your nervous system, and it's an extremely painful process. And that's potentially what it's doing to some individuals. Now, even if it's like six patients out of the five billion that did it, I don't really care. It's doing it. Be aware of it, be cautious of that, and know the potential risks when you do that. I'm just throwing it out there. If you do the natural route by taking vitamins like D3, magnesium, and zinc, um, you wouldn't get that result. Wouldn't happen that way. That's just an idea. Just throwing it out there, softballing it. You do what you will. With the it. Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Rolling through the post-Monday celebration, the fastest hour of radio on radio, radio and TV, and the live streaming, podcasting, wherever you are. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Stumbling through a radio program like Joe Biden stumbling through a press conference. <laughs> yeah, we we went there. We went all the way there, and then we came back. Mm-hmm. Welcome back into the show, Ray. <laughs> You can find us online at hoosierreason.com. See, I don't know. I, I've always tried to keep it lighthearted and fun, but I don't know if I'm supposed to laugh at my own jokes. That sounds a little corny. What can I say? By the way, speaking of jokes, you talk about California for a second. We talk about and kind of make fun of the poop app that's on in San Francisco. And yes, it's a real thing. It, it lets you know what streets to avoid because of the things that are on the streets to avoid if you're trying to walk down certain parts of the city. They now have, according to Los Angeles CBS Local News, there is a story out of there that a, I don't understand how this happened, but it's a fluke maybe. Uh, either way, the EPA, for the state that spends the most amount of money on environmental protection, they should be ashamed of themselves. Just saying. There was a power outage and a sewage plant lost power and dumped 18 million gallons of sewage into the ocean. And the beaches are now closed in certain parts of the area. Now you got the poop app because you got it on the streets and now you got it in the water too. So I'm sure everything just matches now, right? Oh man, California, the state that spends so much money on environmental issues and yet you just can't keep the crap literally from flooding your streets or your waters. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. 
shift gears to our next guest. Excited to have on the program. It's been a while since we've had him on the show. He's the president, national director for the Americans for Legal Immigration Pact. Uh, as we talk about the latest on what's going on at the border with uh, still the crisis that no one seems to be talking about anymore. I mean, Kamala Harris went down there. We made fun of her for not really going to the border. She spent a day there before flying off to somewhere else. And now it's not a conversation talk a talking point anymore. Where'd it go? But yet they're still working on some things behind the scenes, and we're excited to have on the program Mr. William Gein with us here. William, how are you, my friend? Hey, we're putting that issue front and center because we're planning on making that one of the top issues of 2022, and we feel if we do that, there's the potential, depending on how much of the Democrat uh, fraudulent voters and skullduggery we can cut back on, um, of a historic sweep of Democrat socialist Marxists out of power. Uh, the way to halt the Biden administration's abuses right now of the wide open borders and trying to pass amnesty for illegal aliens is to bring in the 2022 midterm election cycle and make this the central issue. And that's that's part of what we're doing today at alleypack.us. Yeah, that's great. I mean, we need this to be a central focal point. Right now, we have massive jobs openings across the country. We have the labor shortage. They're trying to raise these rates here uh, for minimum wage or whatever they want to do nationwide, which is hurting the economy. But now they're trying to bring in more immigrants to work while we have workers that aren't working right now. I mean, this it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it makes sense to the Chinese who are behind this push. I mean, anything that weakens America and makes us less likely to be able to fight them or protect Taiwan. Uh, the Saudis that don't like America being on top, it makes sense to all the money they flood in here behind politicians that support this type of crazy stuff. Uh, it makes sense to the big, big banks and Chamber of Commerce who make more money by just stacking people into the country, and they don't care if they're pulling MS-13 gang members out of Guatemala and stacking them into your neighborhood. That's more people at Walmart. That's more people in the country doing what they're doing right now, fleeing, trying to get somewhere else, can't find a place to live, housing prices through the roof. Because the country's packed full of people from around the world who either don't care about us, don't care about the Constitution, or in many cases uh, hate everything about us. Yeah. So it's out of control, and we've got one chance to peacefully, peacefully politically restore order here in the 2022 elections, but it's just not going to happen by itself. Uh, it's going to happen if people get together and organize and, and recruit candidates, support candidates, and stop the current active legislation that's in the Senate right now that Republican senators like John Cornyn of Texas and uh, old uh, Tom Tillis here in North Carolina and about 11 or 12 other Republican senators trying their best right now to get that amnesty legislation to Joe Biden's desk so that he can sign it. And if that ever happens, at that moment, it may take five years or 10 years before the full Democrat lock takes place, but the Democrats pick up so many millions of more straight Democratic Party voter, t voter tickets Republicans become permanently non-competitive. That means the Democrats take full control of the White House, uh, the Senate, and the House, all laws and policies of the United States from this point forward, for forevermore, virtually, yeah. for, uh, forevermore. It, it would be a disastrous bill for sure. Talk about the details of this one. I mean, what, what would this do and how would this one be implemented? I mean, does it talk about the Dreamers, per se, and give them amnesty? Would it just give anyone illegally in the country amnesty, or is there a window? I mean, how would this plan work? Well, they will tell you that it's just for a limited number of DACA illegals that claim they were brought here due to no fault of their own by their parents, and we don't want to punish them for the laws that their parents broke. But you see, here in the United States, we don't let the children of lawbreakers like bank robbers keep the ill-gotten gains. Uh, with illegal immigration, the whole reason they're focused on DACA, Dreamer, illegal alien, younger people is that they tried hard to get the amnesty for over 10 million illegals through at once back in 05 and 06, and the American public rose up and completely rejected that. 
Um, so then they said, oh, we'll make it about kids. No one will fight us on kids, but guess why? Americans rose up and rejected the DREAM Act in 2010 and rejected the DREAM Act under Obama. So what did they do? Obama finally, after saying 10 times on his own, saying that he did not have the constitutional power to do it, he just did it. it. And ever since that's happened, the United States has been under a form of martial law. The existing immigration laws of the United States have been thrown aside, and we're under some non-constitutional, non-Republican form of governance for which our Constitution guarantees us along with protection from invasion. And that's where we've been at for now for almost nine years. Now, a lot of conservatives and Republicans that are in the Congress and the U.S. Senate and some in the U.S. Senate want that taken down and dock it down uh, and amnesty to, you know, uh, not further destroy our borders and immigration laws. But unfortunately, there are these rhino Republicans like Mitt Romney and Lindsey Graham and John Cornyn and Tom Tillis and Richard Burr and, you know, uh, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski. You know, our problem is Marxist Democrats and the Republicans that pretty much act like Democrats. That's the problem. And, you know, I don't like the Democrats. I'm an I'm a opponent of socialism and, Mar- and Marxism. Uh, but I got to say, at least the Democrats are a bit more honest in some ways than these Republicans who go out there and campaign on border security. We're going to secure the borders. We're going to enforce our immigration laws. We're going to protect American workers. And they go to D.C., and all they talk about is amnesty, 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 amnesty. My organization at alipac.us, our biggest contribution, uh, aside from stopping uh, bills in 30 states on the state level that would have uh, promoted illegal immigration, is that we've played a central role in stopping amnesty legislation since 2004. And right now we are hanging by the skin of our teeth, fighting for every day, every hour that the Americans out there get a chance to learn about this, hear about this, come to alleypack.us, join our email alert, and start taking some steps uh, to fight back while you still have a chance. I love it. We're talking with William Geem, President, National Director, Americans for Legal Immigration PAC, the Alley Pack. You can visit them online, alipac.us, and get all that information. Has anything changed so far? I mean, we had uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris up there and say that, well, we're going to turn people away at the border if they're coming here illegally. Obviously, we have like a seven, eight hundred percent capacity of a lot of these venues down at the border right now. So since they've made that comment, has anything changed? Because the last I've heard, we have Texas actually advocating for law enforcement, National Guard members to come in and actually try to do it on their own. And I know Kansas has sent some where I'm at. Nebraska sent some. uh, I think Florida sent some other states have sent law enforcement to help at the border because nothing is still being done, even though they made this quote unquote hard statement saying that they're going to turn people away at the border. What is the latest, and have they changed any policy yet? Well, Biden and Kamala completely lied on that. We have no borders. They're not turning almost anyone away. And, in fact, you know, I support our police and our first responders, and I certainly support our Border Patrol agents, but illegal immigration would probably be slower if they were not on the job right now. Because under the dictates of the Biden administration, Our Border Patrol agents and the Department of Homeland Security are aiding and abetting the drug smugglers. They are are actually, they have become part of the the human smuggling operation and the drug cartels. Their job is just to get them to a place. Their job is not to get the illegals past the Border Patrol anymore. That's not what they do. They deliver the illegals to the Border Patrol, and then Border Patrol carries them to processing facilities, and at that point, our own government, Department of Homeland Security, and NGOs like Catholic Charities and other groups funded by George Soros and other global uh, vampire billionaires, um, 
feed them, clothe them, house them. Oh, and, and taxpayer expense buys them um, bus or airplane tickets any place in the United States they want to go. And then one of the first places they're going when they land in your state or a community near you, uh, aside from Walmart, is the emergency room. And all across America right now, um, hospitals, their emergency rooms are full, their uh, ICUs are full, <laughs> their NICU, I mean, their, their maternity wards are full, their post-op beds are full uh, in a lot of places because you got to think about it. You spend the first part of your life, 15, 20, 35, 45, 55 years living in Guatemala. You get yourself into the United States and by hook, line, you know, hook or crook, and then you present yourself in an emergency room. Well, you might have to wait a while because they're going to triage you, but when they see you, they're going to test you for every ailment known to mankind. And whether you need a heart stent or you've got tuberculosis and require uh, $30,000, $40,000 worth of uh, advanced antibiotic treatment for TB, or you've got cancer, or you've got uh, parasites, or strep throat, or, you know, anything, they're going to treat it, and the American medical bill payer or taxpayer gets stuck with a check or the uh-huh. hospital. So, then we wonder uh, why but, prices you know, are so up, yeah. Yeah, and you don't learn about it until all of a sudden, you know, somebody you love in your family has a heart attack or appendicitis, and you rush in the hospital, and you find out the resources aren't available for you because this this contrived billionaire-backed illegal alien invasion and overthrow of our republic, these people are given priority um, over you. It's amazing. In hospitals. It's amazing. We're out of time, William. William Geem, President, National Director, Americans for Legal Immigration PAC. Find them alipac.us. William, it's great to have you on the program, my friend. Keep up this fight. We'll send everybody there. Hopefully, we can get you guys some support. And let's, as you said, make this a priority. William, we'll get you back on the show again here real soon. Thank you so much. Hey, always a pleasure, my friend. Got to make this an issue. Make people aware of what the heck is the actually going on. Lots more coming up. Stay here. Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier Holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Just a few minutes left here wrapping up the show. Already, already, it's almost done. Thanks again to William Gein coming on the program. Always a pleasure to talk with him. President, National Director of Americans for Legal Immigration, PAC, ALIPAC. You can find them, A-L-I-P-A-C dot U-S. Get some information on them, and we'll get another update from those guys. It's funny how I just think the immigration issue went off to the wayside. The media not wanting to report it on anymore, which that's usually where we get our news, right? Is from the news companies, from the media. They're not talking about it any longer. We focused on it. They talked about it. They, I'm sure they got in trouble from the Democrat National Committee. Hey, you can't be reporting on that. You're making us look really bad. Joe Biden, he's trying his best right now. Give him a break. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Why can't you just give the guy a break, Kamala Harris? Come on, man. Why are you so hard on her? Come on, man. I know. She's just trying to do the best she can. She went down to Central America. They didn't like her. She went to Mexico. They didn't like her. She went to the border, quote unquote. They didn't like her there. She visited a military base and even go to the actual border and then flew up to California for some kind of hoity-toity dinner, which is what they do. I mean, it's not unexpected. It's all right. But that's where we're at. And then now nothing, nothing know about the, uh, you know, the, the, the facilities being seven, 800 percent over capacity. Nothing about the wall that's slowly still kind of sort of being built in the background that they don't want anybody to know about. It just went to the wayside. Now, there is the interesting question that I think is the more prevalent question here, because that's easy. That's the easy discussion. They're breaking the law. They jump our fence. They come into the country illegally when we have a process to do that, that they are skipping, knowingly skipping, and finding excuses to come in without actually going through that process. So that's the easy discussion to have. The more deep, uh, the deeper discussion that's a little bit more interesting to me, at least, is the DACA issue because that's a very, I think, touchy one for some individuals, even on the conservative end of the aisle. Now, I have a little bit different reasoning for it because I think it goes deeper. Again, Unveil the layers of the onion for just a second, engage the brain a little bit and think deeper here than just the surface value of the, well, they're innocent, they were children, they came here illegally, it wasn't their fault, they were just the kids, and when the parents came married, they they had nothing to do, they couldn't do anything, they don't know their home country now, they grew up here, they're now in their 20s and 30s, they're starting families, but yet they can't do the appropriate thing because they were here illegally as a child. Oh, the sweet, innocent victims, if we could just help them make their life a little bit easier to get back on track. Now, I will say as someone who, number one, likes to engage the other side of the aisle and likes to discuss the deeper issues and one that does truly, honestly care about human beings and wants people to be in the best position possible. That's what we do as conservatives. We want people to flourish and do the best they possibly can. Here's my issue with that argument. At what point do we take personal responsibility? I know that's not that's something with, that we don't preach anymore in society. We don't talk about that much anymore. 
is personal responsibility. We don't talk about consequence, cause and effect, that you do one thing and there's a chain reaction to it. We don't talk about that in society anymore. Now, yes, you were an innocent child when you came here illegally as a child. You were, uh, it was out of your control. You don't know your home country uh, originally because you've been here for so long. You're trying to integrate. Maybe you've done wonderful things in society here in the country. If so, we appreciate that. However, at what point do we take responsibility and say, you know, I was a kid, it wasn't my fault, but now I'm 30, I'm starting a family, and I'm still in that status because I never corrected the situation. At what point do we finally say, you know, if I'm going to take care of the family, if I'm going to be the responsible one, I need to correct this issue to make sure it's not going to come back to bite me later. Because how responsible are you as a parent or as a spouse if you don't handle something and then it comes back and gets you 10 years later when your kids are here and you have a spouse and you have a home and you're doing your thing and then they come back and be like, oh, by the way, I never fixed this issue. And then they come back and get you. How does that put your kid in a better situation? How to split your spouse in a better situation? I don't like those kinds of scenarios. At what point do we take personal responsibility and say, you know, it wasn't my fault initially, but I'm going to fix it because I'm going to do the right thing to make sure that I don't do that to my family and put them in a bad situation. I don't know if that conversation's had. I don't know if that runs through their mind as a responsible adult that I try to do to properly take care of my family. That's the kind of stuff that goes through my head. So that's the issue I have with this whole DACA thing. And yes, whether you have to leave for a while, whether you just work on the, I think we should allow people to work on the paperwork here, but to come forward, feel comfortable coming forward and say, it wasn't my fault then, but I'm going to fix it now. Let's give them the opportunity to do so. But you start at the back of the line and maybe you get your visa, your temporary status, whatever, but you can't be here legally, illegally anymore. And you're not going to jump to the front of the line and get amnesty. Not going to happen. Just not going to happen. That does it for us today. Podcast going up in just a bit. Until then, this is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Keep rolling on your end. We'll see you back on the radio tomorrow. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.